You're listening to Building Three Pillars, the podcast for the aspiring entrepreneur. Let's go. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Building Three Pillars. I'm your host, John Waters. All right, so I hope you had an amazing weekend. I hope you were able to stay safe and stay dry. I know out here in the northern Kentucky area, it was quite wet. I mean, we had rain, I think, almost every day. (laughs) It was almost ridiculous. I told myself not to complain, though, because we're in the middle of winter and all we're getting is rain. So how bad can it really be, right? Yeah, so out here in Cincinnati, I call it Cincinnati, even though I just got done saying northern Kentucky, it was a pretty big weekend. Football, 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 right? So the Bengals won. Their uh, wild card game against the Ravens, thankfully. For those of you who don't know, I am a huge Cincinnati Bengals fan. I've been following this team for, let's go, uh, let's just go ahead and say forever. Um, But yeah, it was great. It was great to watch them win. I'd be lying if I said I walked into the game thinking that it was going to be easy. I was a little anxious because we just got done playing this team last week and they won, but... Um, for some reason, I was wondering if we'd be jinxed and something would go horribly wrong this time. Like, what if the Ravens had an extra trick up their sleeve? And the reason I bring all this up is because it seems like a lot of focus has gone to the Cincinnati Bengals because of the awesome quarterback they have, Mr. Joe Burrow. Um, the guy's phenomenal. I can't say enough great things about him from his leadership style to just his overall demeanor. The man just seems to be well composed. All right. But. That's not the main reason I bring him up. I'm not only a fan of his skill set and what he's able to do on the field. I'm a fan of how he always manages to bring his team on board, no matter what kind of attention the media tries to put on him. And that's what led me to today's episode. All right. So as you probably already know, the name of today's episode is Success is a Team Sport. I was uh, driving the other day, and as I mentioned last week, one of the things I like to do when I drive around is listen to music and also listen to podcasts. And I was looking for something new to listen to. I was looking for something different, something inspiring, something that would help me you know, stay more on track. I'm a huge fan of this idea of motivation. Mr. Les Brown likes to compare uh, motivation to taking a shower. You know, yeah, you could just take a shower one time and smell great, but it's something that needs to be applied daily to keep that thing going. And so I'm always looking for new things and new people to listen to to keep me, you know, in the right headspace. And I just so happened to stumble upon this show that was done with Jay Shetty and Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was on there to promote his book, Monsters, How to Tame Them. I'm sorry, Monsters and How to Tame Them. And they were talking about multiple things, talking about different aspects of his life. For those of you who are familiar with Kevin Hart, we've all heard about the ups and the downs because he doesn't hide it. He's one to put it in our face, not necessarily in a hey, look at me type of way, but more so in the sense of, hey, I'm famous and you're going to find out anyways. I'd rather tell you myself. At least that's the way I've always seen him. And I respect him a lot for that. And in this book, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I didn't finish listening to the whole interview, nor have I read the whole book. But I heard enough to give me material for this, and it just hit me the right way. But he went on to talk about in there the importance of having good people around him, right? And so that's going to be where I draw inspiration from today. And I want to start off with a quote that comes from Kevin Hart. 
And he said, be loyal to those who help you grow. You got a team. You keep your team together. You run as a unit. You got a team of people. It means they believe in you. They bought into your dream. All right. So how does all this tie together? Well, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the Cincinnati Bengals game, but let me tell you, it was not won by the execution of one unit. Right. So. For those of you who don't know or don't watch American football, um, there's pretty much three phases of the game. You have your defensive phase, you have your offensive phase, and you have your special teams. All three are important. Most of the time, it's the offensive side that gets all of the attention because they score the points. But for those who really watch football, we understand that defense can actually determine the outcome of a game. And in a lot of situations, special teams has a lot to do with how the defense is able to perform and how the offense is able to perform based on what it is they do, right? Um, so just to give you guys a quick recap, the Bengals were in a pretty decent game, one that I didn't think would go quite the way it did. I mean, it was almost right down to the, the last minute as far as what was going to happen, at least from where I was sitting and how I was viewing the game. But there was one situation that occurred that really turned the tide of the whole situation. Um, there was a play, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you guys and be completely honest. I was watching the game from my laptop. I was streaming it to my TV, and then the laptop died. I was like, oh, shoot. And I had a feeling it was going to happen. <laughs> I thought I had enough juice to get through the whole thing, but I didn't. So I went, I ran, and I got my charger. I plugged up the laptop, turned it back on just in time to see that Sam Hubbard, someone that's not on offense, recovered the ball from a fumble and ran it all the way to the other side of the field for a touchdown to set the Bengals up for the go-ahead victory. It was crazy. It was crazy. I just caught the replay. I caught the replay just in time, right? Just in time to not be lost when Facebook started showing me all the memes. But it was phenomenal. And it really drove home the idea that, yo, it takes a team to win the game. It takes a team to win the game, right? And so when I talk about Joe Burrow, majority of the time we view the quarterback as the leader of the team, the voice, the heartbeat, the one who everyone pays attention to. But it's interesting to me how often the players that actually create the team may be overlooked, right? And so I kind of want to take a deeper dive into what it takes to actually have a great team and what are the benefits of having a great team. If you followed me for any amount of time, specifically if you followed me during the last season, which was a couple of years ago, I talked about uh, having a silent team, having people around you that can help you do things. When I did that show, I was coming from the standpoint of having people around you who you haven't really formally asked to work with you, but you are getting support from them and you're supporting them. It's only a team if it's mutual in terms of the transactions, right? Both parties have to get something out of it. Today, I want to take a deeper look at that, and I want to talk about being intentional with putting people around you that can help you get where you want to go. All right, so let's take a step back, and again, let's zoom in on three pillars. Recently, we've been very fortunate to rub elbows with two people in particular who have been monumental in terms of what three pillars has been able to accomplish. The reason I bring this up is because, like Joe Burrow, he's the person that, you know, calls the shots for the most part. Yes, obviously the coaches have the say-so and they draw up the schemes, but he's the one who makes the last-minute adjustments and actually executes. Well, when you're running a business, you find yourself in that quarterbacking position. All right? Um, 
And sometimes it may feel like you have to do it all. You know, one of my favorite players in the NFL who unfortunately doesn't really spend too much time on the field these days was Cam Newton. Cam Newton was also a quarterback. I was a huge fan of his because I felt like he was Superman. When he got on the field, I didn't think there was anything he couldn't accomplish. But unfortunately, he can only pass the ball. He's not a receiver. You know, as great as he is, he couldn't throw it to himself. And that's not a shot at anyone that was on his team because he definitely had, uh, what was that, Smith Sr. that was on his team. And he was phenomenal. But again, two people can't win it all, right? It takes a whole team. And I just want to drive home the point of why and how it's important to make sure you have those people around you. But again, I want to give a shout out first to Wes and Natasha for all of their hard work and all of the things that they've allowed Three Pillars to accomplish since they've joined us. All right. So I was reading this article on Athlasian.com and they were talking about the importance of teamwork. And in this uh, blog, we'll call it a blog, they listed 10 benefits of having a great team. I'm not going to run through all of them. I'm just going to share the three main things I took away from all of this. And hopefully this is something that you can take and put in your toolbox if you're looking to do and accomplish more. Right. One of my favorite quotes says that if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And hopefully by the time we're done with today's show, you see the benefits and getting people around you that can help you get where you want to go. All right. So one of the major takeaways I took from this article was that working together leads to better outcomes. The reason I wrote this one down is because I can speak firsthand on how difficult it is to have so many ideas, but only be one person to know the direction you want to go. But still be limited by how much you can actually execute on in X amount of time. Right. So there was a time when I was first starting golf a few years ago, I was running uh, posts every day. I was faithful with it. I was running posts on Instagram. I was running posts on Facebook. Granted, they were pretty much the same posts, but I did it every day for 30 days. Every day for 30 days, I came up with something new to write as a post. I did it first thing in the morning. As soon as I woke up, I got up and I posted this every day. I think I did it a little longer than 30 days. I think it went like a month and a half. But every day, religiously, I got up and I did this. By the time that month and a half was up, I was burned out. I literally could not think of anything else to write. So I fell off. I just stopped doing it. I was burnt out. I didn't come to the realization that I could have just started reposting and repurposing that material. I hadn't ran into Gary V's episode where he talked about that yet. So I was lost in terms of that being a way out. But I just stopped posting. And the crazy thing about it is that those pages that I were that I was posting to did start picking up traction. They started getting great engagement. And it was awesome. It was great to see that what I was writing was beneficial for others. But when I stopped writing, obviously the people stopped engaging and not right away. They engaged, you know, for a time after people still stumbled upon it. And I kind of just stopped checking Instagram altogether. I kind of resorted to Facebook as my only means of interaction on social media. And even then I wasn't even being all that great with the execution on that one. But then I, you know, I got to a point where I was like, well, I listened to Gary Vee and he was talking about making sure your presence is on multiple platforms. You don't want to be limited. And so I went back to Instagram and I checked out the progress of past posts and they had continued to do well after I stopped posting new material. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just jump right back on it. And I started posting. 
but the outcome wasn't the same. Those people that were looking, that were expecting material, stopped looking. They stopped expecting material. And as a result of that, the engagement was not where it once was. And that was all my fault, right? I I didn't have the right approach. I was trying to, um, you know, do too much. I didn't, I wasn't aware enough on different techniques that I could have used, nor was I aware enough that I should have had people around me to help me execute on that. Lesson learned. Um, Fast forward to today, Wes now runs the social media for Three Pillars, and he does an awesome job. He has his own little routine, his own schedule, and everything set up so that he's able to make sure things are posted uh, on a regular basis. And it's phenomenal. It's one less thing I have to focus on. All right. So, yeah, working together leads to better outcomes because I was able to find people that can help spread the message and help do things way better than I can. I just want to throw that out there. Wes is way better than I can. Way better than I am. That has been beneficial for three pillars. All right. So the second thing I took away from this article of the 10 benefits of working with a team is it expands your creativity. So the other thing I like about working with this team that I can speak firsthand on is that we're able to pull our ideas together. All right, I like to call the economy of energy. And so we're able to come together and brainstorm. And it's not always formal. It's not always that we're able to, you know, meet up at a coffee shop and chop it up. Most of the time it's done through text or it's done through messenger. We communicate through there, which is great because I'm still on the go and they still have their other things that they're doing in their lives. But the thing I like the most about it is that no one holds back on their ideas. You know, everyone contributes, maybe not right away, but eventually. One of the other things I read in this article that I didn't write down is they talked about the importance of allowing people to participate the way they feel comfortable participating. Right. Um, it went on to say that there's some people that you work with and you discuss ideas with and they have a comeback right then. They have a solution right then. And there's other people who need time. They'll hear what the question is. They'll get an idea of what the overarching idea that we're trying to bring to fruition is. But they need time. They need time to let that idea marinate. And then they'll come back with something. All right, the thing I like the most about our team is that we have both. There's times where we'll have a conversation and right away I may have something to say and sometimes I don't. Or right away Natasha may have something to say and sometimes she won't. But everyone eventually gets back. All right. Um, To go along with this one, another reason I think it would be important to, you know, add more people is it adds more perspective. We only know what we know. We only have so much time, you know, no matter how many different skill sets it takes to build the business. We can only specialize in so many things. And if we try to do it all, eventually we're going to run to the point where we get burnt out again. You know, or we're going to step on someone else's toes. Kevin Hart says something pretty empowering when I was listening to this interview he did with Jay Shetty. He was talking about one of his monsters, and I forget the way he described it, but he pretty much talking about the I monster. The idea that I have to do everything, the idea that everything needs to be done my way. Um, he said that once he got to a point where he realized that it couldn't always just be his idea. He had to allow the people that came there with the purpose to fulfill their purpose. And he was able to go further. And as a group, they were able to go further once he stopped trying to do it all. Right. Um, fortunately, that's not something that I've struggled with. I'm a huge fan of people coming in and doing what they say they're going to do. I'm a huge fan of that. 
I feel like as a football coach, probably Belichick, um, the coach for the Patriots. I feel like he's the one that coined the term, uh, just do your job, right? <laughs> you don't have to do anything more or anything less, just do your job. But when you get with the right people, that no longer becomes a problem, especially when those people come in understanding that they're going to be doing something they already enjoy doing. So I think it's really important that when you're looking at your teams to go along with this one, that you find people who are excited to bring their energy, to bring their efforts, to bring their creativity, which leads me to the third takeaway I have for you guys. The third reason that I, I strongly advise you work on building a team around yourself is that it leads to less burnout. As I mentioned earlier, when I was doing the posting on Facebook and Instagram, I got burnt out. I was posting all the time and I felt a lot of pressure. You know, I felt like every post had to be exactly like the last. That was before I learned to give myself grace. But I just put a lot of pressure on myself. And in turn, that led to the post becoming too stressful to write. You know, I wanted to go back and make sure I wasn't repeating myself. I wanted to go back and make sure everything was original. I wanted to go back and make sure that every picture that I put with it was different. And it just became too much. Right. It became too much for me. Uh, yeah, again, those are my three takeaways, but I want to take a deeper look and just really tell you some of the things that I learned and hopefully you can avoid. All right. One thing that I've learned about myself when it comes to doing this is that, um, you can't micromanage. You cannot micromanage. People will get it done as long as they have the time to do it. Right. You have to give people the space and the flexibility and the freedom to do what it is they came to do. Another thing that I've learned is you have to make sure you're holding up your end of the deal because it's a team. It's a group of people that decided to work together. They're not here because they have to be. They're here because they want to be. And I know most of this is going to be aimed at those who are looking to build businesses. But if you're listening to this and your goal is to just get in better shape, your goal is to, um, you know, whatever it is you're looking to do, it doesn't necessarily have to be business related in this particular situation. It's important to have a good support system. Whenever I interview new clients, one of the things I ask them in their initial consultation is who's going to support you? The reason I ask that is because I know it's going to be hard. I know there's going to be days where you don't want to do this. I know it's going to be days where you're going to want to slack. There's going to be days where you're going to want to eat an extra fry. Not that that's a bad thing, but you're going to want to, you know, take it a step further than you should. All right. It's important to have those people in your corner that are going to hold you accountable. That are going to say, hey, don't do that. Hey, I thought you said you wanted this. Hey, did you go to the gym today? Hey, that's not a good reason to cancel. I'll watch the kids for you. Go handle your business. It's important to have that. And that can come in the form of many things. All right. So I spent a lot of time talking about three pillars, but just to look at life in general, it's very important and it's very helpful to have great people around you. Here recently, well, last year now, it feels weird to say that, but last year, towards the end of the year, I went through some crazy things, right? I was I was in an interesting situation. And if it wasn't for the people I had around me, the people that were in my corner, I would not have been able to pull it, pull these things off. I would not have been able to you know, stay on par and stay on course the way that we've been fortunate to do. All right. So, yeah, this isn't limited to sports. This isn't limited to business. This is life in general. From the same article on com, they talked about just being human in general and how we thrive off of having great support systems around us. I don't know what your belief system is and 
where you are in terms of how humans originated. But I mean, our closest relatives are the chimpanzees and orangutans, and they live in a society that's similar to ours. Not necessarily in terms of how advanced you are and how we communicate and all of those things, but in terms of how they depend on each other and how they're very social. Or you can look at an animal or one of those, you know, chimpanzees or orangutans has been outcast and just see how tough life is for them. You know, it can be a lot to be out here and feel alone. It can be a lot to be out here and feel like you don't have anyone to talk to when you're going through things. So for no other reason than, you know, having a great support system and to avoid being sad and depressed and all those other things, if it was for nothing else, create a support system for that. Go out and find your people. How do you find your people? Be uniquely you. Don't be afraid, you know, to be yourself because at the end of the day, that's going to be what that team is supporting. When Kevin Hart talks about those people coming and supporting your dream, they can only support the authentic dream. If your dream is to get in shape and to be healthy, find friends that align with that. If your dream is to go to school and pick up a degree, find friends that align with that. If your dream is to go and get a job at a better place and for higher pay, find friends that align with that. Otherwise, stay where you are. Keep hanging out with the people you're hanging out with. This is going to sound brutal, but if you want to be a loser, keep hanging out with losers. All right, so that's going to be it for me today. Uh, <laughs> though, yeah, that's all I got for you guys. So just to recap on those major takeaways. All right, number one, working together leads to better outcomes. Number two, working with teams leads to expanded creativity. Number three, Working with teams leads to less burnout. And that fourth one that I included with the second one is working with teams allows you to create an economy of energy. All right. Remember, we don't know it all and we can't do it all. So it's important to surround yourself with those who uplift you, empower you, hold you accountable, you know, and support you. And in return, you have to make sure you do the same for them. That's going to do it for me today. I hope you all enjoyed the show. If you did, please let me know about it. Please take the time to stop by and visit our website at threepillarsfitllc.com. All right. I look forward to hearing from you all. Hope you have a great week. Stay safe. And as always, keep pushing because your greatness awaits. Mm-hmm.